all T, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we give you all the tea without the shade. You can say it like we always do, Remy. Like we always do. <laughs> like we always motherfucking do. Uh, this week, it's, Elle is in Orlando, of course. She is a little bit under the weather, so we wish Elle the best. She will be back soon, Sippers. But today, you're going to get a little bit more time from the fellas. Mm. But it's, it's going to be a good, a, good, a good time, though, I think. Right on. Remy. What's good, man? Let's get this shit started, Let's man. Let's do it. Let's do it. How was your week? Uh, I can't really complain about this week. It's actually been pretty dope. Um, things with the condo is going good. Um, everything's in motion. Um, just working. Just man, that's a big. That's a big come up, man. Yeah. Like I said uh, another day. Congratulations on that for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's something new, you know. So it all got a, it all got uh, the inspection came back and everything. Everything everything basically is in place. All I got to do is sign some papers, and then uh, I'm moving in real soon. So What's real soon? Like within uh, a week? Or? Next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah? How your fam feel about it? Uh, They don't know no details. <laughs> so you I haven't did, told nobody yet? I, no, I did talk to some friends of mine um, out here who I've known them for a while or whatever, and they, like, kind of adopted me when I moved out here. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's a good look. It's... So the only thing that people have concerns with is like, um, I, I think what they asked me is what's the school district like? Because ultimately, if you were, were going to sell, you mm. sell a lot easier if you were going to mm. sell in a good school district. I guess that's I don't I don't know anything about. Well, that. it depends. It depends on if you if the person who's trying to buy your your condo is it a condo? It's a condo, yeah. Person, person, you know, the people who try and buy your condo have kids. Is it a two a two two or mm-hmm. was two two? Which it, is good. That's a good resale value, though. That's a real good resale yeah. versus a two one. You know, I two mean, one harder to sell. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm excited about it. For me, it's it's a, a bit of an experiment. You yeah, know what I'm saying especially being my first like property or whatever, we'll see what happens. So, well, most people who buy their first, first home, it's the own, it's not their forever home. Right, it's just their first first time owning. And a good thing about owning here in Florida, man, it's, it can be a vacation house even exactly. if you move. Yeah. You know, yeah. So uh, that's yeah, I'm, I'm that's excited. I'm you really should excited. be, man. That's a big thing. What well, did you find that the uh, did you think you overpaid for it, or you think? Um, I'm curious to know if. I, if it's been going trending downward on the market, uh, so here's what's what's weird about it. It was worth maybe like one third of what it was in 2015, mm. and it went up and it tripled like mm. from that time. So it's definitely at a, a high point. I can't. Yeah. I, to me, it doesn't seem like it would make sense for it to go up in value, but I'm not really necessarily worried about that. But at the same time, every everything in that area seems to you know continue yeah. to go up. So I don't know. Yeah, South Tampa, man. It's, it's, an it's, it's, it's an experiment. Unless I mean, it's a crazy recession, I, I think yeah. we probably won't feel that. We won't, probably won't feel any really uh, market crashes until twenty twenty one. I think uh, yeah, from everything. I, I think twenty twenty one is going to be such a wild year. Like I, I feel like everybody. I think the vaccine is going to come by. Like people are going to be able to get vaccinated halfway through next year, and then you're just going to have. Anti-vaxxers and people who do it, and well, I think they you know, said um, they plan on the having their vaccines by in, by December. So they're already doing the, they already one company's already doing the phase three of the testing. Yeah. So but, that comes back with higher uh, success rate. Right. It's going to be in the market. True, but the question is, who going to take it? 
Not you my black ass. Exactly. So, 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 so I won't be the first. I'll take it eventually. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna take. I'll it take. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be on the market for six months before, and even then, yeah. you you won't necessarily know like yeah, what kind yeah. of long term effects it could have. But it's a vaccine. It's not like you know medicine or like, yeah. It should be alright. So most we'll part. see. We'll see what happens. So that's what's happening. So my week has been pretty fucking average, and the average of pandemic limit, I will say, it's not <laughs> much to do. Not no. much things. I'm not even going out that much anymore. Be honest with you, like. I did manage the beach and stuff, right? I mean, the beach is about all I got. That's about all I got right now is the beach. Um, uh, yeah, I love the beach. So the beach is my my way of getting back centered. Every yeah. time I, anytime I'm feeling stressed out or things are feeling off, man, I just go to yeah. the beach. And I just vibe out with my with my speaker. Like, yeah. I go first thing in the morning though. So yeah. I went to the beach twice this week. Actually, I went Friday and then I went Saturday. No, I went Thursday morning, early Thursday morning, like seven a.m. Yeah. And I went Friday morning, like eight a.m. And it was it's a dope experience. I just enjoyed doing that. You I know, would, I wish I could get to the beach more. Like I just don't uh, really think about it that much. And and something about being at the beach is so stressful. Like it, why? It's why? It's how so, how, you, you how is it stressful? To, I come back with sand in my asshole. Like it's the just, sand is bad. The sand is bad. I, like I would say that. Sand all over my body like that, and it, and then in my car and just everywhere. Yeah, I still got like, sand all over my car. I haven't even. But I love the beach. So, um, so we gotta talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. We gotta talk about it. Simply, we gotta talk about it. We got to talk about Joe Biden's pick. We got to talk about Kamala Harris. I love it. And so, <laughs> yes, let's talk about it. What are your, what are your initial thoughts? Is, uh, today, is, as we record this, is the 16th Biden pick Kamala last week. So we, yeah. we haven't talked about it. So let's talk about it. So, so I've been defend, defending it vehemently because I don't, I don't care about uh, Kamala's history or her past or nothing like that. And we say just, history, you mean her, her district attorney. Yeah. Like whatever history. she did to me, she's still a black woman. That was just her job and she was doing her job and we may not necessarily approve of the way she was doing her job or the job mm-hmm. she was doing mm-hmm. or the job or we don't approve of that job period. Yeah. Like black folks especially don't necessarily like those, that type of job. Cause we, we feel like it's locking up black, black folks, but <clears throat> look at all, all the shit that Trump has done. Like if you compare her to a motherfucker like that, how mm-hmm. can you not view her in a, a more positive light, just automatically? Or, well, or, or even like Mike Pence. Like, these are a bunch of jokers that, that Biden and, and Kamala are running against. But yeah. we, we, we can find ways to find issues with them. I think it's, I think it's very unfair, first of all, for, for especially the black community to pick apart Kamala Harris' record as mm-hmm. if because she was in this position that she gets the blame for all the incarcerations right. that happen to black people. Yeah. However, if you really take a, a fine tooth pick through her record and the things she stood for, she actually stood very firm and very solid for lower class, right. for people who have struggled for something, right? Yeah. And so my biggest issue that I have and I'm hearing is that she's not black enough. And I'm, and it's only from our people. Like I don't understand why we always do this shit. Yeah. Like she is half Jamaican, half Indian, which people say is the Asian continent. She's black in the eyes of America and of American. And she, if she walks down the street, she is a black woman. Yeah. So just to play devil's advocate, so because because obviously you got to bring Barack in the conversation. Because I mean they kind of fit. They kind of fit in the same mold. So she's. Half Jamaican, right? Half Jamaican. And then her dad's Jamaican. Her mom is uh, Indian. Yeah. And then okay, so Barack was half, I guess, half, Kenyan. You could say half Kenyan, half Kenyan, and half Hawaiian, I guess. Yeah. So I think I think one issue that I think Black Americans might have is we don't we don't necessarily associate and connect ourselves with um, 
foreign blackness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Blackness that, that doesn't isn't rooted or as far as we know, rooted in America because we don't know where the fuck we came from anyway. A lot of yeah, us, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So if you're an immigrant or you're a child of an immigrant, we automatically view you a certain way because I think there's automatically like a there's like a, a line there of like we don't understand each yeah. other like, <clears throat> yeah. like different types of music we have a different culture you know yeah i mean it, there, i think there is a there's definitely a disconnect yeah. between but that doesn't us and then you know what I'm but saying, in my yeah but i also think that even if she was even if she was if her dad was born in alabama right mississippi mm -hmm. and her mom was a, a white woman they would still have an issue with it yeah. and my thing is like if you see the pictures of um, she, when she, she in her nineties, she's with her grandma who's a Jamaican, mm -hmm. and Kamala is, she looks like TLC right. in yeah. the nineties. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like she is all but nothing but black, and so I like the pick. I think it's a great pick. Um, I think she's she's the first black woman to be uh, selected for a national ticket like that, mm -hmm. and she's only the second black woman to be a, in a U.S. senator. And so I think some great strides and people always say, well, the Democrats are just uh, catering to black people right. and just to get to vote. It's yeah. like, yo, that's what everyone does. Yo, out of, out of everybody like on both of those tickets, I think she's the best person to be president. Honestly, I think she would do better, a better job than Biden. And of course, she'd do a better job than Pence or. Yeah, Trump. for sure. I think she's definitely qualified. I, uh, I was hoping that Joe Biden would have picked. Um, Elizabeth Warren, because I was a huge Elizabeth Warren fan, right. and I, I I think that we probably needed a little bit more of the progressive votes to get yeah. them in. However, I'm okay with Kamala being because she's more of the middle road, and she's yeah. the safest pick. Yeah. She's the safest pick, yeah. and the most vetted pick already, so all they can try to tackle her on, which Trump's already trying to attack her, as this mad woman, right? You know, and so we'll see. It's gonna, but it shouldn't come from us, which is very disappointing. I, I saw something today that uh, tried to uh, define her as like a, a fake in the sense that she called Joe Biden racist before, uh, uh, you know, during during debates or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. What's funny about even seeing that is it was it was uh, it was like it was posted because I followed the hashtag make America great again just because I want to see what the fuck they doing over there mm -hmm. and it was it was posted from you know those motherfuckers so yeah, it's basically yeah. conservatives trying to more or less you know just just put that narrative out there yeah but the goofy thing about it is you motherfuckers follow Trump like you motherfuckers follow the the lionest president we've ever seen yeah and, and you're trying to like demonize and make this person look like a fake as if because they want to divide 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 and conquer but you know the funny thing is uh ivanka trump donald trump have all they all donated money to mm -hmm. kamala harris campaign back yeah. in like 2015 yeah so obviously you don't donate money to someone who you don't like so they obviously liked her you know yeah. so we'll see what happens but hopefully people go out and vote we have the early vote voting that's already starting and uh you see donald trump is trying to uh D, well, not help the, the post office out. He, you know, he doesn't want mail-in ba ballots to happen because yeah, he knows that's going to put him at a disadvantage. He's fucking despicable, man. Of gotta course, get out of there. Of course, he's going to like... He, I mean, that, that's some dictator shit. Like, oh, that's yeah. What, he's that, trying. That's he's trying. He knows that he's on the verge of losing. He's yeah. going to try to cheat the election. Whatever way he can and then pretend can. like everybody cheated him when he loses. Exactly. All right, man. So what we got to do now, we got, next we got we got to play Who Am I? Who Am I? And normally, Sippers, what this, what this is, is L giving some clues to a person who she is give, uh, saying she is and 
uh, Remy and I or whoever the guest is have to guess who she is. And so since it's only Remy and I, I'm going to give him some clues. He's going to have to guess who I am talking about. Right. Think you can handle this time? I mean, at least you can only win I'm for gonna, the most part. I'm going to whoop my ass. going to whoop your own ass. <laughs> That's just how we do. All right. So, this person is 53 years old. Uh, 57. <laughs> no. Uh, she is an actress. Okay. Uh, she was recently in the news uh, for something that most people are happy to see, but got married. Uh, women will also say it's like showing too much skin. Uh, Sierra? No. She uh, Fuck. has, she was born, so she's 54. She was born in 1966. She's from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh huh. Um, at one Beyonce? point, no. Who? No. At one point, she was married to a baseball player Mm-mm. named David Justice. Nope. She was also married to, she is a black woman. Mm-hmm. She was also married to an R- R&B singer by the name of Eric Benet. Oh, Holly Berry. Correct. <laughs> Holly Berry, Holly Berry, Holly Berry, Holly Berry. Holly Berry out here showing some skin. She's showing some oh, skin. Right. She's showing some skin. So Holly Berry was recently... In the news for uh, showing a taking a picture or doing a video in a bikini. All right. And um, she look she looking good, bro. Right on. She looking good at 54, 54. So, uh, you know, she has come out and said that she worked really hard mm-hmm. for for her body um, at this point. Yeah. And so, I think it, you know, as we get older, it gets so much harder to do. Yeah, it. man, for and sure. So when for I sure. see people uh, in there. In their fifties and their sixties, still looking dope as hell, looking good. Like Holly Berry can get it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they yeah. say she might be crazy though. Holly Berry, I don't think I don't know if you're crazy, but you know, on the outside looking in, you know. Hey, hey, I go by the uh, massage that uh, all women are crazy. So <laughs> I think you might have a little something truth to that, just a little bit. I apologize, ladies, but that's just how I feel. That's just how he feels. That's how he feels. Uh, let me see if I can find somebody else for you real quick. So. uh how many does L normally do? Like three people? Two or three. Two or I three. 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 Gosh. <laughs> a little bit tougher than I realized. I got you another one. So this person is married to an R&B singer. Uh-huh. Um, recently in the news because of something that she said uh-huh. during about something during her pregnancy. Um... She's been pretty controversial for a very, very long time. She always claps back on her tick on her Instagram post. Oh, um, oh uh, that's Chrissy Teigen. Correct, yeah, yeah. correct, Chrissy Teigen. So, so Chrissy Teigen um, announced she was pregnant with her third child with singer John Legend. She just popping them out, boy. Oh, I don't. And so, um, this raised a question from a fan. A few months ago, Teigen got surgery to remove her breast implants, an experience she chronicled on social media. Um, aren't you not surprised to do that if you're pregnant? And Chrissy Teigen said, oh, it's quite a story. And she said she did the routine pregnancy test you do before surgery. She said it was negative. She said, she said, it said negative. It was not negative. So a few weeks after surgery, I took a test. And for many years now, I've taken pregnancy tests almost every month, praying to see a positive one day. Just wishful thinking. I never had a positive before. Mm. 
And so um, she basically saying that she didn't know she was pregnant wow. um, when she when she had that surgery done wow. or removed. So um, I really didn't know much about Christy Teigen until I know she was a supermodel um, before yeah. John Legend. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, she wasn't really on my radar, but she's since since she's kind of like become. Uh, she's 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 shown a lot of her personality more recently, and I think a lot of people like her. Like I like her, I like her. She just as a person, she just seems cool. Yeah, she um, where is she from? She's from. She she gotta be that's that's some Asian in there somewhere. <laughs> it says she was born in Delta, Utah. Yeah, she's thirty four years old. I think her and John look good together though. Yeah, but there, there there's some posts where I see her uh, some tweets she be doing where I. Wonder if she's joking mm. with John or not, you know? People are like, is she serious? It's so hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> All right, so you're batting two for two. You're batting two for two. So this next person has been in the news a lot recently, and you're probably going to know it. It's super easy, super easy. Um, he's been in the news because he his, his wife is asking for a lot of money through a divorce. Come on, Dr. Dre. Correct. Oh, Dr. Wow. Dre. And so, you know, initially there was, she said there, there was no prenup. Mm -hmm. And oh, then that's what she said. Initially, she came out and said that. it was nowhere I didn't to be that. seen. Yeah. And then Dr. Dre produced a prenup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like saying like, uh, Hey, I actually, <laughs> we do have a prenup. Yeah. And so now she is saying, or she's asking for, more information about his financials from the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, because she is, how much she, she is looking for or asking for? Dre, Dre. Is Dre worth a billion? He is <laughs> definitely worth a billion. Mm. Wasn't he the first billionaire, first hip hop billionaire? I, I, I remember that he was on that road, but I didn't know if he actually reached it yet. So Dre's estimated worth is 800 million. Yeah. And so as for the fruit, as for the prenup, Dre's estimated worth is 800 million. There are no issues relating to child support or custody. Their three kids are all adults. Um, That's how you do it. Get divorced after they grow up. This just sucks, man, to you in today's culture, you know, so many people are getting divorced and they were married for a long time. 20, 20 years is a long time to be married. Mm. And a lot of times I think people stay together. And I think our parents did. I mean, my parents got divorced when I was like nine. Yeah. Um, but a lot of parents stay together even though they're not happy out of for the kids. Right. And so yeah. then once the kids get older, yeah. it's like, okay, well, it's, I, I did it. Now it's time to move on. Yeah, you know, it's, it seemed like that's the trend now. Like just, you know, all right, let's just, let's just make it till they all get to college and then deuces <laughs> until divorce do you part by all means. <laughs> if that's how you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's happy, happily ever after. Is that even a thing? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> like I think I, we. I think we like to believe that yeah, happily ever after I, is a thing, but I don't know. Yeah, like I, I if feel it like is. Once, once you get to a certain point with somebody, like I don't even. Want Especially to be in that right. lifestyle, I'm pretty sure Dr. Dre did a lot of foul shit. Yeah, and yeah. she stayed by him the whole time. Maybe yeah. she did some foul shit too. You never know, but, but more but, likely but you, you know he did. Like yeah, men, men yeah. do shit like that, especially yeah. over a 20 year period of however long they was married. So like, and he Dr. Dre, he's Dr. Dre, he's Dr. Dre, <laughs> he's Dr. one of the Dre. best producers of all time. Like he, to me, I think he is also a, a musical genius. Right. You know, same way I think Kanye is a musical genius. 
well, he was at one point. I don't really know so much anymore, but yeah. they're to me they're both on the same musical production production level, yeah. you know. All right, so you bet at three for three. You bet hey. for three for three. So we're going we're gonna to give that to you. We're going to give that I to take you. take that W. Yeah, you know, I made, it, I made it easy for you. I made it easy for What's you. I need, I, need, I need a little bit of practice. I need to do a little more, a little more L so I can make it a little bit tougher. Right All right, listeners, we got to get into the listener shout-out. So listener shout-out this week. I want to give a shout-out to – I joined the TikTok community two, a month and a half ago. Right. And there were a lot of people that was like, um, don't get on there. It's, it's not for you know older generation or demographic. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I mean, I'm gonna get on there. I got the time. I want to try to get in front of people and build a new community and whatnot. And I got to give a shout out to the TikTok community because they have been streaming and downloading the All T No Shade episode since I started marketing it on TikTok. Really? Um, yeah. And so I don't think it's any coincidence that we. All Tino Shade, we have had the um, most downloads that we have ever had for the show the last two months mm-hmm. and it didn't start until I got on TikTok mm. and started talking about it more. Yeah. Is it a coincidence? Maybe, you know, but logic says there's a correlation yeah. between the two, especially like I have one video with over 118,000 views. I have another video with 60,000 views. I have another one with 40,000 views. So, and on my profile, I say life coach and co-host yeah. of all Chino Shade. And so we, I think when we talk about it, people go on there and they start researching, they start look, listening. And so I just want to say TikTok community, thank you. I appreciate it. Right, um, Shout out to TikTok. Yeah, man. I'm surprised you're not on there. You would, you actually would probably get killing on there. Well, we have. Way more than, t- <laughs> more, way more than uh, Instagram. Because yeah. Instagram is just, it's at, Instagram's at a point now that if you're not a celebrity already, mm-hmm. your chances of blowing up your following it's slim, it's slim to none. Yeah. Right? But TikTok is all about really original creators yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And it really, you can become TikTok famous off a video and only have 200 followers. Right, right. And next thing you know, you have 15,000 or 20,000. So like I said, I've only been there for two a month and a half. I'm at 7,000 followers already. Yeah. And so on Instagram, I've been on Instagram for years. Yeah. I have 1,200 followers on there. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I think it's just a different community, and I hope that it definitely sticks sticks around. Uh, I think it will stick around. Uh, I think I'm they, hoping Microsoft. If Microsoft buys it, I'll get on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were already talking about buying TikTok prior to all this happening anyway. Yeah. So I think it will. And I, then, Go ahead. And I've always loved it. Like, when I first got onto it, back when, uh, when it was, I think, newer or whatever, I thought it was amazing. I mean, it, it filled the void that uh, that was left behind by, like, Vine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Like, yeah, yep. So. Yep. Sure enough, did. Um, so, yeah. And so, then I want to give a, a second shout-out. I really need to, so I really need to shout-out the top city for the last three months for downloads, according to Liberated Syndicate, which is our, our podcast hosting uh, site. Um, they break down all the stats for us. Um, where people are listening. Um, we have a, different, a few different platforms that I get stats from. One is SoundCloud, one is uh, uh, Lipson. And so for the last three months, Zippers, the top city for downloads of all Tino Shade goes out to Washington, D.C. Hey. So whoever you are in Washington, D.C., man, salute to you. We thank y'all for listening to all Tino Shade and downloading because downloading is what sponsors want to see. Even though we know people are listening and we are streaming and playing, there's no quantification. They can can say how long someone is playing for, or you can't really see all the plays really, unless you're on SoundCloud. Right. right. right? 
Um, but downloads, they like to see downloads. So with our downloads going up, that's a dope thing. So we definitely appreciate that. I love DC. You ever been to DC? Have I ever been to DC? Simple. <laughs> he just asked your boy, "Have I ever been to DC?" Yes, I've been to DC. You know, I'm from Virginia, and yeah, DC yeah. is only where I live. I'm from Richmond, it's only about an hour and a half yeah. trip. It's like driving to Orlando from Tampa. I love so that. yeah, I, DC is dope. It is. It's changed a lot. Uh, a lot of uh, gentrification is right. happening, right. Um, which is a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, that's a lot of. I understand there's a lot of back backlash about gentrification. Yeah. However, I think it's more so more so a backlash because the black families aren't given the same or minority families are not given the same opportunity to buy these properties that they all once owned at one time. Right. And so now it's a flood of white people coming in with these na- na- these historically black neighborhoods yeah. that are changing. But DC, I love DC. I love the the uh the museums are amazing. Have you been to the um I, I went to like African American Museum. Uh, I don't <clears throat> actually. Yes, yes, I have been to that one. Um, I went. Yeah, so my, I used to have a girl that lived over there. She went to Howard, Howard or whatever, and I used to go visit her. And I think we we hit a bunch of those museums. I'm not really much of a museum person though. And no. I think when I did go to the African American Museum, I just got a. a upset. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a little. It is. It is a little upsetting when you first get in there, especially how because you start off at the very bottom of the. Of the museum, which is built in the design, if you think about it, like a slave ship, mm-hmm. and talk how we how we got over to America through the slave ships, and you see how we were treated, how we were how we lived, and then each level it's like a rising. You get to the next level of how we are getting greater and better and better, yeah. and by the time you get to the top of that of uh, the museum, you see all the uh, things that we have over that we've achieved right, you know? right. but yeah I, it can I could be probably appreciate it better at this age maybe maybe if i make it back to dc one day you know maybe, maybe you gotta go back you gotta go back all right sippers so if you want to be shouted out on the uh, uh all tino shape podcast it's a few things you you can do to do so you have to interact with us on our social media platforms we are on instagram we are on uh facebook we are on twitter we are Pretty much any way that we can be. Um, on Instagram, we are um, all Tino Shade. Podcast, I know. All, all, all this all Tino Shade. I think it's all, t- all Tino Shade podcast. Is it? I think so. Usually when I tag you. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's all Tino think Shade podcast. Know. And then on Facebook, it's all Tino Shade. Um, you can also sl- uh, slide in the DMs of, of, of myself. You know, if you have a comment about something or, or the uh, episode which you really enjoy. Hit us up. Talk to us. Let us know how you enjoy it. Tell me your IG. My IG is J underscore Noetic. On TikTok, I'm the J Noetic. On Facebook, it's the J Noetic. There's only one J Noetic. And I'm Millennial Mulatto on Instagram. Please don't slide into my DMs. My girl will kill both. Yeah, don't slide in his DMs. And then on. But draw some comments. And definitely you can hit up L on her. Her is Caramel L. And it'll pop up. So that's how you can be shouted out on all T No Shade. All right, Remy. I think it's time for the main sip, man. Are you ready for the main sip? I think I'm ready for the main sip. I think you're ready for the main sip as well. You know what time it is? Hey, L. Hey, Remy. Do you know what time it is? Yeah. Hey, sippers, do you know what time it is? Let's get it, sippers. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. 
time for the main sip. The main sip, I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the beat is hot, at least. No, the whole thing is got hot. a little like, vibe, right? Like got a little vibe. I like it. I can't hate on it. I'll be, I'll be hating. <laughs> she be hating, but you know, creativity is what makes great podcasts. Whether it's corny oh, sure. or not, I remember back in the day listening to radio, some, certain radio shows, and I loved it just for the skits they did or for the or the intros and stuff yeah. like that. It all plays a factor into yeah. building the the sound yeah. of it, something. You it's know, part of expressing the personality of your your medium. And, yeah. yeah. Good thing. All right, so this is a topic that uh, you know we were. I was sitting in my house, uh, with my apartment uh, last week sometime, and I'm playing my Call of Duty, and I get a, a little notification on my phone, and it's, it's a text from Remy. Remy, Remy's like, "Oh, I got this idea for a talk for an episode." Blah 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 blah. I was like, "All right, I like it. We ain't never done that." And so his his suggestion was we talk about fighting and relationships. Relationship fights. Relationship fights. And so, ding, since it was your ding, idea, ding. I'm gonna let you start it off. <clears throat> let me get a drink first. You, you bring an extra one, extra beer for a brother. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So, I appreciate that. In my experience, uh, relationship fights are the single most important thing that you deal with in a relationship because they kind of make or break the relationship. Like you can have all of this cutesy. Let's we get along. We like the mm-hmm. same bullshit. Like, all that is fine and good, but at the end of the day, what what kills your relationship? And I feel like it's the way you fight. And uh, The way you fight, not... Way, yeah. Okay. Like, 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 not necessarily just... Yeah, like, the way you fight, I think... Because certain parts of your personality come out when you're angry. Yeah. That don't show under mm-hmm. other circumstances. And if that person is a goddamn demon, beast person, yeah. you're not dealing with somebody who can't necessarily handle that, it's only going to take so much time for that to... You know, demolish the relationship to show up. Yeah. So that's that's. I feel like that's been my experience. What do you What do you feel like? You feel like as far as your past relationships. Um, I would say, I would say that uh, obviously, yes, fighting is. Uh, it can make or break your relationship for sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, for me, it always comes back down to communication. Yeah. And so how you communicate when you're angry or when you're frustrated. Yeah. Plays a factor. Be. Um, when it's when when you arguing, it's not a good time to bring up the shit that you want to talk about. <laughs> like it's it's not a good time because nobody's heads are clear, and you're gonna yeah. say you're gonna say what you want to say rather than what you should say. I like to when I also I, for me, I try to make sure that I'm not making a mountain out of a molehill. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is a bigger issue than it really has to be. Yeah. And so. My issue that I've ran into in relationship fighting is not that I fight a lot. It's that I want to talk like this. You don't want to yell. I don't want to yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, it has I'm not been, you. it has not I'm been conducive you. to a healthy relationship. I'm with you. When you, when you're yelling at the top of your young lungs, you're, you're fighting, the stress levels are so high. Yeah. It pushes the energy further. Like, it, it yeah, makes, and makes things worse. So for me, when my when my woman comes to me and she has the issue and she's in her feelings about whatever happened and something that I did, I'm like, okay, well let's let's talk about it like like this. Right. And a lot of times people aren't ready for that kind of energy because they take that energy as nonchalant, they're not like, caring. Oh, they're like, you think this is a game. Yeah, and they expect you to, to your passion <laughs> to react the way they're reacting. <laughs> yeah. And I think if I think for me personally, that it's it's healthier to talk 
out your your issues with one another like this. So so that's the thing, Jay. So like when you're in a fight, you're in the fight, right? There's a difference between say, you know, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield being mm-hmm. outside the ring having a conversation about whatever they Absolutely. Might have an issue with. Absolutely. Versus once they get in the ring, we fighting. Absolutely. So if you in the fight, but you over there like trying to talk and they throwing punches, you know what I'm saying? It's not. They're like, no, no, no. That's not what we're here for. We're, we're supposed to be throwing punches. Throw like, let's hear what you got. <laughs> yeah, I, for me. So like, so like it, for them, I feel like they might feel like you're hijacking the energy because they want to fight. Yeah. So yeah. like. It's true, but that's and that's how they communicate. That's yeah. how they, in that moment, some people feel like if you don't argue and yell, that you aren't passionate about it. I when I'm in that moment, I try to de-escalate right. the the situation for sure. You that's know, what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to nobody. That fight energy is not good. I'm, and, I, and I'm not going to fight like that. Like I, because for me, it's going to do more damage than will good to fight like that. Because like you said, when you're in that fight, when you're when you're just seeing red, mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck about what you're saying out your mouth. Exactly. And that when you say things, you can never take those words back. Listen, right? Um, me and my girl was fighting this week, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I got so upset that I called her a piece of shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Wow. You so, called her a piece of yeah, shit. So she been telling me about how she's a piece of shit for the last four days. I <laughs> it's bet. Like, it's like, what do you think a piece of shit would do? What do you think a wow. piece of shit would do? And I'm like, all right. I, I mean, what can I do? Like I said it and I can't really take it back. I was, I was you know. Is I, there a context? The is there a context behind that I, you are willing to share that's not uh, too personal? It was a, it was a, overall, it was just a dumb fight doesn't really mm. matter like not not okay. really about anything specific but the problem was we would neither one of us would back down mm-hmm. and i know me this, mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is my problem when it comes to relationship fights because mm-hmm. i know like i deal with a lot of you know so um, this is why he wanted to do this topic because he was in the moment <laughs> well, in the moment well this this fight happened after i sent you the text but, oh okay so, but I, I figured i might as well talk about it but the main yeah. thing is like nobody <clears throat> was willing to back down so yeah. we basically disagreed and I, I feel like that's where a lot of the fuel for, for a fight comes from if we disagree and we can't find common ground in what what, I, what we're talking about, like mm-hmm. if I say, mm-hmm. well, I felt a way about that and I, I need you to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. And they say, fuck what you think. I don't give a fuck what you, what you yeah. felt about that. You know what I'm That's saying? N- then, yeah. Then, we're then you're getting defensive. Then we're in opposite yeah. corners of the ring and I'm Absolutely. about to get up and about to beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, I- so, so with this fight, we couldn't find consensus or anything. And mm-hmm. for me, if I can't, if when I have trouble getting you to understand my side and I feel like I'm not being heard, mm. I get upset. Like it, mm. it, it pushes me even further. Mm. So then that's when I start talking shit. I start talking about like, all right, well you don't fucking listen. And this is because this and because of that. And cause you piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that's what, that's where it ends I don't, up. How, how you get to a piece of shit though? Like, I don't know. I just, it, I just said it. Like, it's not something mm. I said. I, I didn't think about it. I probably could have said something more clever, <laughs> but I just said piece of shit. And that's the one she remembered. And that's the only one we both remember because it's still lingering. Cause that's like, a hurtful thing to yeah. say to someone that you, yeah. that you, I, that I mean, you love I and that loves mean, you. I, I didn't you know? mean it. Obviously I didn't mean it, but you know, you say you say wild shit in the fight, and that's and that's well, that's part of what I'm saying is like I think what what probably what typically happens in a fight is that someone has said something that hurts you, yeah, right, and now you are making me feel a certain ways. So I'm going to make you feel yeah how I feel, so I'm going to say something back to you right that's going to make you feel like a piece of shit yeah or feel bad, you know. And so it's it's a you hurt me. I gotta hurt you back. Yeah. You know, you, you give me a black eye, 
I gotta give you a black eye. True. You and know, I, growing up in Detroit, I have always been a very. Um, I think I think you get you 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 get what you give. So yeah. if you put your hands on somebody, you deserve for your for hands to be put on you back. Like that is what is supposed to happen. If that doesn't happen, then that's there's no justice. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if you say something about somebody, or if you hurt somebody, it's 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 kind of expected that you're gonna get hurt back. Now is that the best way to live? No, not necessarily. But that's that's the energy that I end up on sometimes when I when I just get you know mm. passionate about something or frustrated or whatever. One thing that uh, I've learned or that I've gotten better at in relationships is um, waiting my waiting my turn to speak oh, and, and and just listening. Right? That's hard. It is hard. <laughs> it is it is hard. Um, but the more you do it, you just and. and it doesn't mean that you can't get bothered by what you're hearing when they're talking and you're listening. It just means that I'm gonna hold my, I'm gonna hold my, I'm gonna hold my tongue, yeah. and I'm listening to what you say, and then I'm gonna repeat back to what you, what you said. And so, um, so for me, when I, when I'm in a, in a heated moment, I'm listening. Right now, if they, if they're yelling at me now, if they're yelling. I'm like, look, I'm not having the conversation with you right now. Yeah. I say because what's gonna happen is gonna get worse. Yeah. And so, so unless you can calm, calm down in this moment. This is not a conversation I'm willing to have. So, <clears throat> I had an ex who did that very same thing, and all it did was push me over the edge. Like, you mean you don't want to talk about this right now? Where I got all this energy and I'm feeling all this shit, and you don't want to talk about it? Like, it just you gotta calm down. Right. No, you gotta you, calm down. So, that that's more or less the dynamic that me and my girl have now is she she basically shuts down when I get to a certain point, mm. and. That's important because if we're feeding off each other's energy and going back and forth, mm. that shit will go to the to the fucking precinct. Like yeah. it'll go till it till it till indefinitely. So she just kind of backs off, goes her own direction, and then I, you know, force myself not to fucking chase after her and and, and continue talking. And then we have enough time to kind of chill out, relax, re- recalibrate. You know what I'm saying? Get our mind back to a normal space, and then we when we, we can actually have a conversation about what happened rather than a fight. That's but, the important thing is to have a conversation about yeah. the problem rather than a fight. You but you also you also don't want this is not just for you, this is for anyone. You also don't want the person that you're dating to feel like they're always the one walking away or backing down. Because it's gonna get to a point where it's like, you know what? He's not even listening to me, or she's not even listening to me. I'm always the one backing down. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. It may come a point where she'll back down or he'll back down and they'll just walk away right. at the same time. You know, and I think I remember um, with my ex when we were were going through, like, towards the end of our relationship. I was just like, man, like, I am tired of being the one trying to, being the one identifying that we have some weird energy going on right now and trying to talk about it and trying to talk through it, coming through a compromise, and then moving on. Now, when you say bad energy, do you mean, like, she's just have an attitude yeah, you can tell. You can tell. I mean, when you when you are in sync with your partner and you spend a lot of time with your partner, whoever it is, you can tell when something's different. Like yeah. the energy's different. Yeah, they move different. How they respond is different. How they text back is yeah. different. You just know. So I just want to throw this out there because I, I said this on Facebook the other day, and I don't know if you saw it, but I, I put it out there with you in mind because I it made me think like Jay is a good dude. And I, I can only imagine what it's like for him to deal with somebody with like a bad attitude, which is a lot, <clears throat> which is very common. Like you tend to end up like there's just a lot of women out here with just bad attitudes. Like, yeah, there's nothing that they 
that a lot of them go through in order to weed that out or see that it's a problem or to get it under control. Mm. So I said straight up, I was like, um, you can't be a woman with a bad attitude and expect to find a good man. Like those things don't go together. Nah. And all all of the men but you, was but like, you, hell yeah. But do you think and all the women was like, ah? But do you think <laughs> do you think you do you think a man can have a bad have a bad attitude and find a good woman? I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't identify with those dudes. I don't have a bad attitude. So yeah. I, I I mean I, I think dudes exhibit other qualities. Like we're just toxic. We just don't show emotion. Like I, I feel like mm. attitude is more. Of course, there's some dudes with bad attitudes, but I don't think that we're predisposed to that as, as much as women are. We we tend to exhibit other negative traits, like just being outright toxic, unemotional. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes Man, we go, go a little I think a little even aggressive. I think I saw that post and I think even Elle responded and she said She um, said lies. She said she lies because she said she get more attention being a bitch. Yeah. And to a certain extent it's true. But I think it's a I think it's a maturity thing. For sure. Right? I think when you are a little bit younger, we all tend fellas, men tend to chase chase the bitch. Yeah. The one who's not giving us no attention to him. Cause it's like, oh, I'm gonna chase this, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna prove that it's that I can have you. Yeah. And opposite side is I always I've always told people when I was an asshole mm-hmm. and I was a player, yeah. I got more ass and more play from women when I was an asshole towards them than I ever had been a good guy. Right. Why why that it is? That's yeah. on each in person yeah. to deal for themselves. So I, yeah. I wish she was here because I remember I, I, I read that post and I was thinking I probably wouldn't respond because I didn't want to argue about it. But <clears throat> eventually I sat on it for a little while and I said like in the beginning, yes. In like yeah. short term stuff, all of that completely makes sense. But if you want somebody that you're actually gonna last with, somebody that you know you're gonna grow with, that, has, that has to fade. That shit is all of that shit is toxic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You gotta you gotta remove that. Oh, from you the gotta situation. you gotta be able to talk through your shit, man. Like I um I remember like again towards the end of my relationship, I was sitting down with my with my ex. We were going, we had this bad this bad energy. I thought we had moved on from it. We had talked about it. I'm the type of person once we talk about it. I'm not bringing it back up, right. right? And so, towards the end of it, I was like, so we, I sat down, went to her house, I said, hey, we need to talk. And I, and I was sitting there talking while she was talking. And I was just listening. And then I, at the end of that conversation, I realized that she thought I was the problem. Mm. She was, cause she was <laughs> like, and so I said all these things. And I said, I, I, said, I see what the problem is. I said, the problem is, is me. I'm the problem that you that you have. Right. And I got up and I said, I'll talk to you later. And that, from that moment we never recovered. I broke up with her a couple weeks so, later. So when you <clears throat> so when you say she you felt like she felt you were the problem, basically what that means is she felt okay with whatever energy she held or the whatever negativity she was carrying because she viewed you a certain way. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so and you know, she was, for whatever reason, she had her feelings, her, her rights to feel that way. But when someone comes to you who you love, who you're in a, you know, dedicated relationship with, you should sit down and try to work through that, um, not How be passive aggressive. Um, we were about, about eight months. Eight months. Eight months. And so, um, but, you know, people communicate very differently when they when they are fighting. People shut down, yeah. right? And so, but if, you, if you're the type of person who needs to talk about it if you're going to shut down you need, be, you need to be able to shut down and move on you can't shut down and hold on to it ain't thing. but most people ain't a thing <laughs> yeah. ain't a thing most people shut down yeah, when you, when and you're you still holding on to usually it usually when you're shutting down you're just trying to avoid the problem but it, that shit is still lingering that like the poison yeah it comes out in, in, in a different way yeah what do you say for people 
that argue through text messaging. Like that's the oh, only form, it's only form idea. that it, it's a terrible idea. Worst idea ever, but so, so many people do it though. Well, yeah, so I, many people do it. My last relationship was full of text message arguments. On one hand, it's because the worst. part of it is, you know what I love about text message argument? As mm. somebody who who just fucking argues with my my relationship all the time, um, for me, it's somewhere where you said what you said, mm-hmm. and and it's documented. Like, yeah, yeah. So what you so not only, yeah, not yeah, only yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything that you said, whatever bullshit, negative negativity, yeah. whatever it is that I have to respond to, it's it's here. I can, just, I can just screenshot it yes. and show you what you yes. said, and and then I can respond to just that and yeah. say I said this based on what you said. Like I, yeah. I used to do that a lot. I used to be like, okay, the the argument went all the way left mm. here, but let me show you where it started mm-hmm. because this these were the text messages where everything began, yeah. and then you said this and I said that, like. When you when you like the fight like I, I tend to do, um, that's it's, it's it's perfect in a way. But at the same time, it's uh, it's bad because the the energy is is different. Like you yeah. can't you can't express yourself properly through text message. You, you can't know? because a lot of times you could be sitting there. I'm always reminded of the date of the uh, Keegan and Key uh, Kill Key and Pill skit where the text messaging oh, he, yeah, he yeah. texted each other. He was like, <laughs> you know, and. One person was reading it one way, right. another person reading it a completely opposite way. Very and that's how text messaging well. is. Like, however you feel, whatever you feel in that moment, yeah. that's how you are typically reading that text response. Yeah. You know, and the other person is not feeling that way. It, you know, and I, then you're I, like, what the hell? What is this coming from? Like, what's happening right now? So, like, people who love to communicate through text, they automatically take a response of just like, okay, or K, that it's, there's a negative connotation to it just because they feel like, you're not actually communicating. You know what I'm saying? Stuff, little stuff like that, you know, car- carries through. Uh, granted, you get that verbally too. Like in verbal communication, if I'm just trying, we're just having a, a ar- argument or whatever, and then I start to get a little loud, and I, that's just the way that I talk. Like depending on how you react to that, you can be like, oh no, 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 you're bringing the energy up, and I don't necessarily want that. Yeah. So I feel like there's pros and cons in in both. Really, there's I think no it's, perfect way to communicate. I think it's a time and place for text messaging, conversation, or disagreements. Yeah. What I don't, what I do not think is healthy is to have an entire hour conversation through text messaging about this issue, because either pick up the phone and let's talk it out. Yeah. So I can hear how you how what your tone is, so you can hear my voice. <clears throat> I don't want to read because it's it's just I think it's a very bad idea to have a a serious conversation. Yeah. About a a life-changing or uh, something that's going to change your relationship in a dramatic way yeah through a text message i'll I'll argue through text but don't send me 20 text messages without responding to anything Mm. that i said like don't because because then it's not it's not it's not an argument anymore it's not even a discussion you're just you're just unloading you're just getting all of your shit off and if you haven't read anything i said and i like i mean you know how, how people do it in an argument you're just you're yelling and you're saying everything you want to say and then there's no opportunity for the person to respond to anything that you mm. said because you just want to get all of your shit off. That shit bu- bugs me in an argument because a lot of it for me is I, there has to be some back and forth. To me that's how communication mm. works. If we're not going back and forth and you just you unload on me with a fucking dissertation about how you feel about, you know, everything that I've been doing and I, I can't respond to any of it. Yeah. I, am I supposed to so I gotta sit here and note everything that you said and go back yeah. to each bullet point? Like I think it's I think But that's that's why I interrupt people. I that, think text messaging <laughs> is a I think text messaging arguments is a passive aggressive trait. Yeah. I think people who 
cannot pick up the phone and talk it out or cannot talk in person about it. Yeah. Aren't comfortable enough in their own skin well, to look at the person. We, we all ain't great talkers like like Jay. No, I'm not saying I'm a great talker. I mean, so I just think you have to have uncomfortable conversations in order for to sure. grow, for right? Sure. For sure. And so, if you're gonna be, you can't be passive. Like it's just, it's like, it's like, it's like keyboard gangsters. Yeah. People feel like they can say whatever the fuck they want to you behind the screen, behind the keyboard, because it's you're not. They're not gonna. They, they ain't gotta see you. It's, they ain't gotta talk to you. But in person, some of the shit they say behind there, they wouldn't say it in the face. So, your face. So also. In my experience, um, I've been in relationships where my girl would never confront me about anything she was upset about face to face. Whatever, ha- if something like if something happened, like let's say I said something stupid, I looked at a girl, whatever, anything yeah. or something that she saw, like anything, she she couldn't outright come to me and speak and say what, what's going on. She just kind of like retreats into herself, mm-hmm. and then the only way to really open that up is for her to send me a text message. Mm-hmm. Like literally she'd be in the other room and mm-hmm. she would just send me a text. And that's her way of like, like for me, that was important because I, I need, I, I needed you to find some kind that's of a way, way to, to express to, yourself, to, uh, to open this shit up. Cause something just happened. I don't even know what the fuck just happened. I, I feel like when it comes to fighting relationships or even, even just communicating in relationships, cause that's really what it's about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, it's not necessarily about uh, how we fight it's about how we communicate and that's and and the important thing is to find a, a positive way to communicate so if what if what you have to do in order to express yourself is send me a text message or whatever like as long as long as it works and overall you know that's, that's my ex so it didn't work for me but hey i'm all for everybody communicates differently you know? absolutely and so one of the things that i used to do um with my ex when i identified that she was better at writing her thoughts down than verbally expressing them yeah. and to, to my face yeah. was that. So I went out and I got us a journal. I bought us a journal. Hey. And I was like, hey, but here's the compromise. I said, look, so I'm going to write in the journal. You can write your thoughts, your feelings about life, about what was going on in our relationships. And when I see you next, I'm going to take that journal. I'm going to take it home with me. I'm going to write down. I'm going to respond to it. When I, I like see that. you, I like that. we're going to discuss what was written in the book. Yeah. Right, that was the compromise. Like Yo, we, this, this is life coach Jay talking right here. <laughs> it, it, it works, but it also backfires. Yeah. It, it backfires if the person only relies on writing in the book. Yeah. What my goal was was to get her to help get her to a point where she no longer needed the book. Yeah. Right. And so we, you know, so we would write, we would talk about it. I was getting what I needed, the verbal communication. She was getting what she needed, the writing down of, the, of her feelings. Yeah. Um, but it got to a point where there was no no longer the verbal communication. Yeah. Everything okay. was being, everything was being written down. So and I got to a point I was fed up. So I was done with it. And once I would quit, once I stopped. Yeah. And gave up the the, the relationship went to shit. Yeah. And that's when it stopped. So this is what. Uh, I think this is kind of a classic case of like just men versus women because of a lot of the way that we want to communicate. Women love the idea that men should be able to read their minds. Mm. And so from her perspective, she felt like that was her way of programming you of, of getting things into your mind to help understand how she was. And then she shouldn't have to be able to say anything because you would already know. Women love that shit. That's like their favorite thing. You're supposed to just know. And what's fu- the, the funniest thing about that, too, is like women want us to develop this automatic understanding of how they think and what they think 
But if we verbally say something that they don't agree with or that they think yeah. is wrong, they're gonna tell us outright, like, you're, no, you don't know what you're talking about. But why the fuck do you think I would be able to read your mind if I, if, if literally what I'm saying is wrong? <laughs> like, how, how is that even a thing? Yeah. Like, there's no way I, men cannot. Nobody, nobody can read anyone's mind. Period. For sure, for sure. But men definitely cannot read mind. We don't but, like, and we don't like to read between lines. But sometimes we get it right. A lot of times we get it right. Mm. Like my girl knows when I'm hungry, and I can tell when she's just having a bad day. Like you can, yeah. you, you do develop some some instances where a you pattern. Get it. You see patterns. Yeah. You understand the pattern that exactly. they have. Exactly. You know? But you gotta you gotta identify which is which, and you can't just have that expectation for everything. I can't read your mind no, and know you, exactly no, why you're yeah. upset if you don't tell me. No, and you have to realize when your partner is getting fed up with trying to understand what what you're feeling and how you're feeling. And you have to be able to step outside of what's uncom- what's comfortable for you. But, you know, back to your other point, you was like, you know, people used to be happy. You was okay with, with your ex going to another room and sending you a text because then you knew. And so I dated a woman yeah. who um, she never expressed how she felt, right? Ever. And so until, like, we'll be out and about and we'll be drinking and then she'll start talking mm-hmm. about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when shit. And I w- and I would be smiling. She's like, "Why are you smiling?" I'm like, "Cause I'm happy. Like I'm. You are. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't like the fact that it takes alcohol for you to express yourself. Yeah. But I'd rather have this than nothing. Right. Right. Cause now I know how you feel. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Now I can address what's happening now. Yeah. Right. And so we were, you know, so we were always able to work through it. Once she had some drinks, she had felt comfortable, and she never, it wasn't. She was never like a, a an aggressive or angry drunk. It wasn't like that. It was just was a more expressive. More expressive. That's how I am. And I was like, and I, I could sit down. We could just talk it out and work through it. And she was, like, I don't like that you're smiling. It's not funny. I'm like, I know it's not funny. We understand. I'm like this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I need for us to, to us to have a, a relationship. Yeah. I, this is what we. This is what we need. Yeah. And I got. We got to figure out a way. To get you to do this yeah. without this, yeah. you know? And so, so, so have you ever been in a relationship where you felt like you were with somebody who communicated very well? Mm, no. Not not in my 30s. Yeah. Not, not since I've been in my 30s. I'm 39 now. Not in my 30s. And I was talking about this on my TikTok live. I was like, people just don't know how to communicate anymore. In my 20s, I was a fuck up in my 20s. So I was not a good communicator. Right. You know, but I found that most women aren't as great communicators as they, as they think they are. Well, because from their perspective, they're communicating in a different way. Like they're, they they say what they want to say by acting out a certain way or acting a certain way. And they feel mm. like that, that, that communicates to you. Like there's times where I will ask my girl a question mm. and she doesn't want to answer it because she's like, you should just know like or if I if I say this, then I mean this. Yeah. And it's like, no, I asked you, do you fucking like Lucky Charms? I'm not gonna just know what yeah. you like Lucky Charms unless you say I like Lucky Charms. But if you're like, well, you see me eating them every day, obviously I like them, nigga. Tell yeah, answer the question. Tell me. <laughs> that's that's the type of shit. That was like that post. Uh, someone did a post. They said, um, somebody it was like, this girl said, this this guy I really liked was there was a guy I really liked, and he asked me. To go out with him, and I told him no. Yeah, and he and he I never he never reached out again. Cause just why, 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 why did that happen? You told him no. You told him no. Like say what you mean. And, and she she wanted him to try harder. Wanted like, him to try harder. Like so, say that shit. Like give me give me uh, give me a hint. Help me, nigga. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So um, 
there's a couple things I, I pulled up in, in regards to this this topic, and let's just touch base on them. It's the different signs of arguing in relationships or that causes arguing arguing in a relationship. And you can tell me whether or not you agree with it, and we can touch a little bit. So one of these things that says is a cause for arguing is one partner is regularly dishonest. Big oh yeah, big facts. Right. I know, I know that that'd be huge for me. I, I can't like I'm a very honest person. So like don't fucking lie to me about nothing. There's no reason for it. Like I'm not gonna ask questions that I don't want to know the answers to. But if I ask, I want the fucking truth. Yeah, don't lie. Just be honest. If I ask you if I ask you a question about something, just tell the truth. Don't lie to me because it's gonna cause the bigger issue. Like I'd rather be able to be honest and we deal with it than you to lie yeah. and me find out months later now I gotta deal with your lie. And I still gotta deal with the issue. So, so here's, you know, here's something funny. Like my girl, my girl for the most part is, is honest with me as far as I know. And uh, <laughs> but one thing that like happened once was we were over a friend of hers house and she cracked the screen to my Nintendo, Ooh. my Nintendo Switch. Uh -huh. And her first reaction was, "I gotta hide this and get another one." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. like, she was like, "There's no way I'm communicating yeah. this." Yeah, and I'm automatically like, "Just fucking tell me what happened. Yeah, like, something is wrong. Uh -huh. Tell me what the fuck is going on." Yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> like being in the dark. And she's like, "No, nah, I'm just, I'm just buy another one." <laughs> like that was her solution to prevent from communicating. You know so she saying? bought it and then told you what no, happened? She, no, I forced her to fucking tell me. Uh, I was like, you gonna tell me what the fuck is going on? Uh, <laughs> and gotcha. she finally, and then I saw it and I was like, all right, you, first of all, you only scrack, cracked the, uh, the screen protector. You didn't crack uh, the actual screen. So uh, like communicate with me. Let me know what the fuck is going on. And you might realize it's not a, as bad as you think. Yeah. Relationships thrive when there's cooperation and a mutual exchange of curiosity and admiration. Like. If I if I always got a question whether or not you're being honest with me, it's gonna always it's gonna be it's gonna cause issues. Yeah. Um you want well, you want alternatively, mm -hmm. I think some people just can't handle handle as much honesty as they're asking for. I think I think women fall into that trap a lot where they're like, Well, just tell me everything and then as soon as you tell them things, it's like we're fighting over everything because there's things you don't necessarily wanna know. Like, uh, like let's say, I mean, I think say, I think true. I think honestly, is hard for a lot of people. That's, well, yeah. Well, that goes back to what I said about asking questions that you don't know want to know the answers to. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, mm. if, if a woman asks how you whether you find somebody attractive or something like that, or don't get upset about it. Past, past yeah. relationship, like 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 you you can't. Yeah. You can only be so honest because you have to preserve her feelings. You have to. <laughs> you have to. When it comes to women, uh, now, I don't know. Me, I, I don't know. Men, I, don't I think know. men can probably handle it, but, but women, I think. More I don't know because think about men. Men can be super jealous. Look at all the women, men that that well, you know what I mean. So, I I don't ask questions. I don't want. I don't know the answer. I'm okay. Like I, I don't ask. I don't ask. I'm. I, I don't ask any questions. I don't want to know. Yeah. But I'm also type type of person that I don't. Well, I'm not well, get upset about if you fuck somebody or you find somebody attractive. Yeah. Like I don't care about that. Think think about why women ask some questions sometimes. Sometimes it's it is is their way of trying to find out whether you appreciate them or you like them. So it's mm -hmm. like, well, what do you think of such and such? And they want you to say because they're they're fishing. They're looking for you to say. Mm -hmm. Well, she ain't got shit on you, boo. Like, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. That's what she yeah. wants. Yeah. But if, but if you um, think if you think something real, she can be like, well, I mean, she had a fat ass, but it's whatever. <laughs> like, nah, you said I'm gonna too be, much. I'm you gonna in be, trouble. Nah. You in trouble uh, whoever, whoever I'm gonna be with, I'm gonna be able to express myself openly and honestly. And like you said, if, you, if you're not okay with that, then don't ask that question. Or 
if you know that's the kind of person you're dating, then you know you have to you have to avoid saying certain things or doing certain things. I remember dating a woman who I couldn't even comment how attractive someone attractive someone was on TV because it bothered her. And so to me, I'm like, this is the stupidest shit ever. I'm, like, I'm never going. I'm never going to meet Holly Berry. Right. Holly Berry is hella sexy. Yeah. You're upset that I think she she's pretty. You know what I mean? So I just learned that I either. I, I couldn't be with that kind of person, or I had to learn how to accept it. Me, me and my girl joke about it. I tell her like, "All right, so you can get a cheat day with The Rock if I can get Rihanna." <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually met a woman who had disagreement with a a guy uh, or the guy she was dating. That she had met uh, Idris, uh-huh. and he had met somebody that they would get in that in that moment if the opportunity presented itself, they could they could do it. All right. That was the agreement. All right. And they were out one night at some club in Boston and whatnot. And she was an attractive girl. You know, right. I date pretty right. women. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, Idris, this was years, Holy years ago, shit. was in the club. Holy and he shit. was feeling her, vibing her Holy with her. She got the picture. Show me the picture of them in the club together. And that was her one moment. Her one moment. Her boyfriend was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cheers to him. You know? Yeah, so, renege like a motherfucker. So, don't let... Don't don't let it just take your girl. But he's the one to smash. He ain't trying to take her. Oh, if that's your one moment, that's Jay, your one moment. Jay, come on. If that's your one moment, you, you mean to tell me? You, I'm not saying he was. Home. I'm not saying he was wrong. But you, if you agree yeah. to it, so you just you, so, no, right. so basically, it's a if hypothetical. You you're just thinking uh, about it. You're I just talking shit. You motherfucking right. I, if if I'm presented with the with the moment, I, I'd have to be high. If I'm if I'm high, I'll probably let it go. Like all right, whatever. But if I'm really like thinking about it. Mm. Like I mean, you know, you know the type of shit you go, that goes through your mind when you're thinking of another dude smashing your girl. <laughs> Somebody asked me. Someone posted a question the other it's day. They, it's, it's more vivid than porn in front of your face. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but again, you have to. It depends, it depends on how how you how you view the sexual act. But we're not gonna get into that. Someone someone asked a question the other day on social media, one platforms I'm, I'm on. They said, "Would you would you allow your woman or your man to sleep with someone for?" Uh, one million dollars. I said, motherfucking right. Yeah. I said, baby, go and get let's get the money first, and then do your thing. Let's go. Yeah. Million dollars? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a million dollars richer off, off of sex. That's like I don't care. I'm a I don't care. Me and my girl have hypotheticals like that all the time. Talk about and it probably saw some arguments. No, but, no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. We actually have a lot of fun with it. It's a lot of fun to talk about. Now I don't know what's gonna happen when that situation really presents itself. Yeah, <laughs> I might get in my feelings, but it's fun. It's fun to laugh about because you know, be in my feelings and see me show me that, that money in the account later. Like, like I already know. I already know. I know for a fact. Even if the opportunity presented itself, if if there was an opportunity for me to sleep with somebody and get some money off it, you'd be like, mm. get your ass out there, boy. You better go put in that work. <laughs> exactly. So here's something else they said starts arguments. Uh, you want different things from the relationship. So when you and your partner find you're constantly fighting about your future, it's time to take a closer look at whether you're with the right person. It is inevitable that couples will argue and disagree, neither of which necessarily calls for breaking up. However, two individuals should rethink their relationship if they find themselves arguing about fundamental and unchangeable differences in the values they hold important. So if you want different things from the relationship, which it happens over time, yeah. You can find yourself arguing more in that relationship as well. Yeah. Um, I wonder if if couples argue a lot about like getting married, because I feel like a lot of dudes don't want to do it, and a lot of women want to do it. And I mean, you can't really. There's no winning mm-hmm. that argument. If you want to get married, you want to get married, 
And if you kind of don't. Then yeah, I think that's something you definitely have to discuss, you know, prior to committing to somebody, right? That's like, once you are talking about being in a relationship, like in, like you and I, and it's like, one of the things you decided, like, where, what's your views on marriage? Is, very, is marriage is, is a no-go, you know? And, but of course, people can lie and be dishonest about what their intentions are. And then when they knee deep in it, they're like, you know what? I don't really want to get married. I love you. I want to be with you. And for, for some people, that's a deal breaker. Marriage scares the shit out of me because I look at it as like, I, I'm with this person that I'm with now, but who are you going to be when I marry you? Are you going to mm. be? Because if you're the same person after we get married, the more power to it. You know what I'm saying? I got faith in it. I don't feel like that's what happens. I feel like people like settle all the way into themselves once they get into marriage and you mm. really find out who that person is like things that you know they were they, they even suppress up to that point because at that point it's it's lock and key you know yeah. what I'm saying? the only way to get out of it is a fucking lawyer mm-hmm. true <clears throat> true uh, they say jealousy is jealousy or control issues is something that causes a lot of arguments in relationships for sure oh, i think yeah. that's a oh, that's yeah. a fact for sure that's extremely common um Yo, did you uh did you see that other post that i posted about the guy who got called a different name or whatever she was like, oh, okay, Brian. And he gave it a look. He it was, was like, like a joke, right? <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, call Brian right now. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to Brian. <laughs> There's don't, a, don't play like that, ladies. It's not cute. Nah, it's not don't do that. Don't do that joke. That's actually a thing that's trending on TikTok right now, and maybe on Instagram, where guys are saying women can't have guy friends. And it was like, call him right now. You call him right now, I guarantee you he's going to try to smash or whatnot. And so people having their girlfriends call their homie saying that they're broken up. And they just want to see you, and the, and the guys are like, I "Bet, you know, I'll be right there." Yeah. You know, and so I, but I think that goes. I also think that's also a younger thing. Nope. I think so. I think nope. that, I don't think older. I don't think older men Mm-mm. are going to go and try to smash the the the, the homegirls fresh out of a breakup, especially if they know that dude. I don't know, man. I mean, I, if I, I know think, that, I if, think I think you won't. I think I, I think I think a lot of guys probably will. I'm not saying that. Obviously, it's a real thing. Like, it happens. Yeah. But um, to say that guys and girls go back to the notion that guys and girls or men and women can't be friends, just friends. And I think you absolutely. I know for a fact that you absolutely can. So, so many, so many like male, female, or relationships, friendships, where men ended up being friends with women started off with him trying to smash. Or hook mm-hmm. up a high ladder and yeah. it's like, well, it didn't work out, so I guess we'll just be cool. Absolutely, and it's true. It's just like uh, when Drake was talking about Nicki Minaj. It's, it's like when, when she ain't got a man no more. I'm gonna try to hit that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Absolutely, absolutely. But I don't know. I if I know the guy and when we cool, we fung out together. I'm not that me. Uh, oh yeah, over, no, no, no. If you know the, the guy, that's totally different. Yeah, if I know that's the guy, different. I'm like, if I'm not doing it. You don't know the guy. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, if you don't know <laughs> like, the guy. Yeah. yeah, if you don't know the guy, it's kind of like past athlete. That's, that's where it gets scary. Is, is yeah. if you if you're if it's your girl and she's got like a lot of male friends and you don't know none of these niggas. Yeah, I, that's kind of my my thing. Is like, I'm okay with my woman. Like that would never start an argument with me about my woman having guy friends. Yeah. But. I need to know these guy friends. I need to I need to hang out with these guy friends. I need to build my own kind of relationship with these guy friends so that we all on the same page about it. You know what I mean? I don't think those guys, when you hang out like that, are going to smash your girl. So three more things that um, talk about really quickly about they say that things that start arguments in relationships. Um, you say things. This is go back to your point earlier. You say things that are mean or extremely hurtful. Right, so everyone makes mistakes, and sometimes you really yeah, can't help what you say. That's my favorite thing. In the heat of the moment, you know. But it says, uh, 
at worst, this is a sign that you're in an unhealthy connection and someone is always trying to say or saying hurtful things in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I, I'm try I try to be very, very, uh, slow to think about what I'm saying before I say it in the moment because and also yeah. earlier I said I, I listened like I remember I was having a phone conversation with my ex and we were arguing and having a disagreement and she would hate what I would do I would do this but while she's saying her thing I'm taking notes like I'm in class right I'm taking I'm taking <laughs> oh, notes that's obnoxious I'm taking notes but see no, the thing, no, no. But, here's, but here's the you're thing right. because you're right. You're right. a lot of times when people are trying to talk or or say something, they forget what they want to say. They forget when they come back. So the, exactly. it also ends up having to re, have a follow up conversation days later about something you finally remembered. Right. So for me, when someone's talking, I take notes. So then when it's my turn, I say, "Well, well, this is what, this is what I heard you say, and this this, this is the key things that I, I don't understand." You know, you and you they a, hate that shit, but you, you that's how communication. That. You a good one for that because my thing is. I, I stop you and they hate that even more. Like if Man. I'm like, no, 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 I got to respond to what you just said because what you just said, I got feelings about. Yeah. Whereas you do the other thing, which is the more respectable thing, which is not interrupt, but we, we going back. Oh, we to going back. We going back to it. We going back to it. But that makes me realize you can't win. Like you can't, you can't. It's not respond. about winning though. It's not about winning in that moment. What I mean, yeah. Well, not win the argument. I mean, you can't you can't win by doing what you feel is the right thing in order to express yourself appropriately. Mm. And I feel like that's uh, Chris Chris Rock made a good point about how how it is arguing with women. Like it it's a lot less about actually getting anything resolved, and sometimes it's just about the fight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Sometimes it's just about well, I want to get all of my shit off, and you know uh, whatever, whatever, and it makes it difficult to. Like, I feel like when I'm fighting, I'm trying to solve something. Mm. I'm trying to fix something. There's something mm. here that, that went sour, and I'm trying to bring it back. And I don't think women necessarily have that intention. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Not I don't all know. women, but, you know. I just, I, just, I, I can't speak for all, all women. women. Yeah. I just think that uh, it's important for me, because when people are arguing, you're not going to hear everything they say. You're going to hear things that are triggering you. Right. Right. So when someone says something, you're triggered. Right. So when you're triggered, you want to automatically respond and say, no, the whole, hold the fuck up. What do you mean yes. I do this? But so for me, I don't want to forget that trigger. Because it's something, <laughs> so I need to write that down. And so that way I can address it. When I'm talking to you about however I feel, I can say, well, this is going to be an issue for me because you said these things. Right. And I know for a fact that I don't do these things. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, and so exactly. that's, that's kind of how that's kind of why I take notes. It's, I don't forget the things that yeah. that are triggering me. Yeah, because it's know? like okay, so you you're misrepresenting me in this entire argument. Let yeah. me explain to you what I'm actually trying to do. This is based on your perception of what you think is happening, and this is what I'm actually doing. Yeah, I I, I, I had someone <laughs> I was dating a girl, and she she uh, attacked my character, and that's one thing that pisses me the fuck off. I'm with you. Like I know for a fact I'm a good. Ass dude, me too. And I try to do good ass things. Me too. Hey, you good, know what I mean. Good man unite. So, so when you <laughs> attack my character, it's gonna, it's gonna cause. I'm with you. It's gonna cause a bigger listen, issue. It's listen, gonna cause my, a bigger issue. Listen, let me tell you what my girl told me the other day. Oh gosh. She told me I was jealous of a baby. <laughs> you could, it could be right. You could be jealous of. You could I be could, jealous of the I baby could, getting attention. 
I could be, but I look. If I'm looking at myself, I'm like, wait a minute, is this nigga jealous of a baby? That that don't seem right at all. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I ain't never been jealous of a baby. Of a baby. But that's that was her perception of what was going on. So in that moment, I gotta stop you. Like, no, we gotta. Why do Had you a think? Why do you think I'm jealous of a baby? Why is that? in your mind uh, <laughs> like how did that happen what did i do what action do you yes. think i'm sitting in the other room like it's punk ass baby man yeah. i swear to god that fucking piece of shit like no yeah <laughs> no i think it depends on the con the the context of what <laughs> of what one what it said right yeah so another thing that said is your partner blames you for everything i think that's definitely something that's going to cause an argument like you can't blame yeah. me for every damn thing like come on like i'm not yeah. back to my point like i felt like i was only i was the problem in that relationship yeah even though i know you done done to a lot of negative shit to lead yeah, us to yeah. this point. I'm le- I'm feeling like I'm getting blamed for everything. Right. I'm blamed for you for you changing. Yeah. I didn't accept you for who you were. I was like, mm. that's not. You can't blame me for that. That's something. That's a decision, decision that you made. Like I told you, like from the beginning, like I won't date somebody who's a smoke who smokes cigarettes. Right. But she wanted to be with me. I said, well, if you want to be with me, you're gonna have to quit smoking cigarettes. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling you I don't date I don't date smokers. So you know, so, so she end, so end up yeah. wanting to quit. Yeah. She said, oh, I've been wanting to quit anyway. Blah blah blah. So she ended up quitting smoking, and then like randomly, she put it all on you. A few months later, into conversation, we were sitting there having a conversation. She was talking to her about her, about her one of her girlfriends, complaining about her her man wanting to change her. And she was like, well, you know, I told her, you know, you know, Jay did that to me. He he, you know, he 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 tried to change me too. I was like, whoa. Mm. In that moment, we, we was having a pretty good <clears throat> d- date. At that moment, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm, I, I changed. I tried to change you. Yeah. And she told me, "Well, you know, I quit smoking." I was like, "No, no, no, no. You ain't do that. You didn't do that for me. All right. That, you can't blame me for that. You made that decision. And you that, know that just goes to show how one thing one thing can happen that changes you know your dynamic or, or your relationship and your perspectives on what that is and how that's defined and how it affect, affects." you versus her yeah it's completely different you know from her perspective i get i don't know if maybe she looked at that the entire time but <clears throat> at some point she looked back and thought well i stopped smoking for jay mm-hmm. and you know so so he changed me I, I allowed him to change me and then from your perspective it was like well that was just me letting you know from the jump that this relationship isn't going to happen unless this is this is mm-hmm. a part of who you are and truth that, be, yeah, and truth be told, we all change a little bit for our partners. For sure, like that's just a fact. Like you're gonna change, man, gonna change for for the woman. The woman's gonna change for the man a little bit to a certain regard. Oh yeah, that's just natural, naturally gonna happen. Yeah, right. You may, you might not have never worn one type of shirt ever, ever yeah. because your girl liked that shirt. You are gonna wear that shirt, yeah, or that perfume, or that cologne, or whatever. That's just how that's, that's how we are. So the last thing they say is uh, the same fight happens over and over again. So you never move on from the one fight. It's like this is a sign that you will always have an unhealthy relationship if you can, because the fights stay the same. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I feel like like that's one of my big 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 things <clears throat> is I want every fight or argument or d- disagreement I want there to be a resolution. I want it to come. I think to that's a most space. men. I think most men and want that. I want it to come to a space where even if we don't agree, we know where we stand yeah. with this with this issue. So there's no reason to fight about it anymore. We've we've made a decision about where it where it lands. Yeah. And then there's the reason for it to come back up. But, you know, when when I was younger, let me tell you, my, my the the first girl I was with for like eight years, mm. we we probably argued about had the same argument like eight years in a row like mm. just over and over and over again so you're changing to me i ain't got time for that shit yeah but at that age i didn't really i wasn't trying to 
do as much problem solving as I was just just trying to win the fights. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a big a big issue too is are you trying to win the fight or are you trying to solve the problem? And if you're trying to solve the problem, do you know how to work with this other person in order to solve yeah. the problem? Like if you and I as as men, if we have an issue, we're going to sit down and talk about whatever the problem is and try to find a way for it to work for both of us. If only one person is doing that and the other person is like, well, you know, whatever. They they yeah. just don't they don't agree with your methods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like, think no, like like most of the people I end up with, mm. they don't want to hear me talk about how to fix things. They mm. just they don't they don't want to hear that. Like they don't want me to try to solve the problem. Well, I think you I think couples have to approach it from not a perspective of trying to win it, but trying to be heard. And once we heard, what's the compromise? What's the solution? I always tell people don't don't complain about something without a solution. Yeah. Like don't come to me complaining about uh my dirty socks laying on the floor if you don't you know say hello baby, I'm tired of your your socks being on the floor. But here's what I would like you to see happen. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to leave my socks on the floor, but I could do that. You know what I mean? Like just don't complain about it. It's like a nagging thing, you know? So uh, you had one thing you wanted to bring up. You said it was a meme or something, right? And then we can move on. So to to uh, sort of lead us into this discussion, I asked, <clears throat> what's one of the worst things you've done or said to or about your partner in the heat of an argument? Mm. And, you know, I think I think that that reveals a lot about ourselves just in general. You know what I'm saying? But especially what we're capable of mm. in a relationship. Because mm. in, in a heat of an argument with somebody you you love yeah sometimes you do the worst worst thing you know what i'm saying like niggas get murdered <laughs> you know what i'm saying how, how many True. men are out here killing their wives and vice versa a lot i think a lot. i think i read a statistic the other day 25 percent of uh of, of murders from women are their husbands <laughs> it's scary man yeah. i mean um, again so, when, you, when you're seeing red when you're angry you do things you normally probably wouldn't do yeah so, so what so what so what was it so i'm not gonna name no names but i'm gonna just so throw some of the things that uh that some of the people did uh, somebody said they stabbed him. Uh, somebody said, I, I said I called her a bitch to her face because I've done that before. Um, somebody said they told him to go to hell. Somebody said they threw their phone at the wall, called him a bitch ass nigga. You ever been called a bitch ass nigga? Um, not by my girl. <laughs> not by your girl. Not by my girl, by some other niggas. One of my, one of my, favorite, one of my favorite things to laugh about is, uh, is I wonder whether like white couples, if like, their girlfriend would ever call him a bitch ass nigga. Like, that'd be the funniest probably, shit in the they, world. They probably say you're a fuck boy. You're a yeah, fuck that, boy. That ain't got the that ain't got the the, you the know, same connotation the of bitch ass nigga. That, that's like one of the worst things you can be called by your girl. You know, like it's hard. Well, it's probably over with for it's me hard. at that point. It ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back. <laughs> you can't even give your girl for calling you a bitch ass nigga. Come nah, on, she, man. She better suck a good it's one. Love. She better get down her knees. It's and love. Whatever. <laughs> call me. Cause I feel like I feel like that's like that's like um you know coming out. Of your name, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, if, I, if you call your girl a bitch or a face, you gonna you gonna have some issues, right? It's hard to come back from that. It's very hard. It's you very know, hard. like I mean, that's the thing. You you kind of get to a point if you're upset enough, you're like, do I even like this motherfucker anymore? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm to the point where I don't like him, and I'm gonna say what I really think because you think things. And you don't necessarily want to say them because you care about this person. But if you don't care no more, well, I've been holding on to this for a long, long time, time. So let me get this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe someone stabbed somebody, though. Like, 
Hey man, did they get locked so, up? Like, so, what's the backstory on that? I mean, you know? she put she she put it like this. She was like, I told him to stop talking to me, and he wouldn't stop. So I, uh, or no, I told him if he kept talking to me, I would stab him. So he mm. got a warning. And so that goes back to that point of but, earlier. You, you know, we gotta know when to walk away for a little to, bit. You know, got to. If it, so, I, I would never. <laughs> I would never test those waters ever again. Yeah, if somebody said they're gonna they gonna stab me, you only gotta send me that once. Matter of fact, we might be bro- we might be done. Yeah, we yeah, might be broken up at that point. It's, it's, because you threatening my life now. Yo, man, it's it's different after that. Like it's so different. Um, somebody said somebody said I could shoot you in the head right now, and then I took the gun and I I bust off two shots. <laughs> I think uh, in the moment we've all said like I could kill you right now, yo. Uh, and then you just kind of walk away, but somebody said they got called a bitch, and they was like, "Why? Well, uh, I can stop being a bitch, but you can't grow more dick, nigga." Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! That's yeah, a low man. blow. It's uh, why it's, women always try to do that though, and and it's heated heated the argument. They always try to uh, demoralize the guy by his dick, his dick size. Well, is it we, the, we don't we don't go. That's why your pussy hole fat. <laughs> You you got a saggy ass <laughs> pussy, you know we don't we don't do that. No, nah, we don't. We, but, but your pussy stink. Some men, some the worst of us, they do you know worse things. Like they put hands on women. You know. What yes, I'm like, absolutely. I mean, and granted, women do too. Like, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know, like it's, when it's a woman not. puts her hands on, on a man, unless she's really trying to hurt you, like for real, for real, it's not a big deal. But when a man does it to a woman, it's yeah, you know, it's for the sure. worst thing you could do. I think my favorite one was somebody said. uh I sliced his tires so he couldn't leave without the without finishing the conversation. I was so smooth. I did it right in front of him, and he didn't even realize it. We finished the conversation while waiting on the roadside assistance. <laughs> like that, that's I like that. That's gangsta's fucking. He couldn't go like, nowhere. We, we gonna talk. We gonna talk. We gonna talk it out. We gonna talk it out. I like it. Oh yeah, so there we go, sippers. That's the main sip: relationship fight discussion, discussing things that happen in relationships, why they happen, and whatnot. We would love to hear your feedback on what has caused. A fight in your relationship maybe finances we even talk about finances finances can always cause a uh, issue uh, in relationship to fight you know and so i haven't even ex- i haven't experienced that because i feel like it's such a like 10-year marriage type of type of um type of argument like because they say uh finances are one of the most common things that in marriages yeah but sure. I, ain't, I ain't been there yet i mean i haven't my, been my there father yet could probably give me some insight yeah so um, reach out to us Sip it Let us know what your thoughts on What has caused things To happen in your relationship And we will go from there Alright Remy Know what we got next What we got next We have The most favorite part of the show Hey Well at least my favorite part It's not really Elle's favorite part <laughs> But it's the Sippers That's Favorite Elle, part as well Elle be hating I miss her but she be hating Yeah she be <laughs> She be sounding She be hating real bad Shout out to Elle Real bad So Sippers It is time Four. That sounds about right. AKA that sounds familiar, Sippers, where I normally would play six songs for the table to discuss. Unfortunately, L is not here. So it would just be Remy trying to show me if he has the musical prowess, prowess. to know these songs. Prowess. All right. Matter of fact, maybe we just, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. These songs range from 80s to current day. You can find these songs on the All T, No Shade, Spotify playlist. I don't own these songs. We don't own these songs. We just love the artists and, pe- and the producers who created them. So go stream them on your favorite platform. We just so happen to have them on Spotify. 
All right, Remy. Let's do this. I got six songs for you, brother. Now, I will tell you, all these songs that I'm about to play for in this episode are all from 2020. All right. All from 2020. I like to hear good new music. Here we go, Sippers. Try to beat Remy and guessing it. Y'all ain't going to beat me. This is new? This is new. I don't know it. Sounds like it'd be like... Uh, it's a woman. I'll give you a hint. It's that white lady that's always doing that old new music. I don't even remember her name. She was with John Legend or somebody. Megan Trainer. No. Nope. Do I even know the artist? You should know the artist. Oh. You should know the artist. This is one of the newer artists that's been out within the last two years. It's the only one I, I can think I can think like LMA, but it don't sound Not like LMA. LMA. Summer Walker, but it don't, don't sound like Summer Walker. Nope. Ah. She's in the news right now because Nas threw a jab at her in, in, in a recent song. Shit. Doja Cat? There you go. Oh, Doja right. Cat. Wow. She, she sounds so different now. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, weird. this is Doja Cat. It's called Freak. Uh, this just came out in 2020. I kind of like it, though. It got that little old school vibe to it. I, I love when artists come back and do that. Yeah, I like it. All right, you got that one. I gave you that one. That was Doja. All right, next song, 2020. One of my favorite artists that's out right now. Oh, that's uh, Anderson Pack. That's right. Yeah, I know that motherfucker. <laughs> Have you heard his albums? I, I got to go back. To, I think his uh, his more recent one. Um, I heard the, the earlier ones were better though. I, I oh man, go back and listen you got to go back. I, and I, like listen his, to him. I like his vibe. I like his vibe. Anderson Pack is that he's that dude, man. But yeah. you got to go back. He's, listen. Listen he to sounds, uh, um, he sounds to me like what modern like R and B should sound like. How like R and B should have evolved. Yeah, like I like I like artists who sound like that, and he's got he's got that. Go go listen to uh, Yes Lord mm-hmm. in 2016. Yes Lord. Go listen to Malibu. Mm. Malibu was amazing. Right on. Venice, amazing. Might have heard Venice. This is the name. Of, that's a whole album called Venice. All right, so two for two, two for two. I've been waiting for him to make a new song. It's yeah. been a while. Was so that that came out this year though, huh? It came out this year. It's right. called uh, "Cut Him In." Cut Him In, and they're featuring Rick Ross. Right on. They didn't get the Rick Ross part. Where you be getting your new music? I can from? tell you all that right now. I'm gonna tell you that afterwards. <laughs> tell you afterwards. All right, this next song, 2020 Sippers. <coughs> we just vibing out. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was Tony. Okay. I actually liked this song by Tony. I didn't think I was going to like it at first. Yeah. Wait till the beat kick in. The beat ain't really kicked in yet. It's like a good vibe Friday night. Yeah. Saturday, just vibing. Or for us on the beach, you know, drinking your hand. <laughs> A little, a little bit of marijuana in your hand. Right on. All right, Tony. I see you out here. So Tony coming back with a little bit of jam right there. I, I've always liked Tony Braxton, though. Too, always, always, always. Um, one of my favorite. All right. And I know you're going to get this one. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to tell because I already know you're going to get it. Oh, that's Drake. 
your, your, your yeah. twin brother. Yeah, I've been bumping this nonstop for the last three days. Oh, have you? Hell yeah. I love this fucking song and the video. I didn't watch the video yet. I took a half and she took the whole thing slow down. What album is this on? It's, it's supposed to be the uh, first song of his new album. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm with it. I'm all the way I like this song a lot. Yeah. This is called Laugh Laugh Now, Cry Later, Sippers by Drake. It's got a little dirt on it. You listen to Lil Durk? Lil Durk. No, not too much. It kind of remind me of old Drake a little bit. In the, in the rapping style, you know? Yeah, it's it's a vibe. Through and through. I, would, I, I expect nothing less. Like Drake, Drake is the best artist of our time, as far as I'm concerned. You say you're the best artist of our time? Yep, best artist of our time. Really? Yeah. Oh. He, look how long he's been going. When you say over time, give me a year. Of our time. Give me of the hours. years. You can't. Um, give me the years. He started, so I, I didn't start listening to Drake until 2009. So well, he didn't least, really start in the last decade. At least at the last decade. And I think he's going to have a good 2020s too. Like, I mean, look, look how he's starting 2020. Like, he's... Well, Drake, we are, we're is, almost done with, Drake with 2020 is, now. Yeah, Drake is trying to save 2020 with this song. <laughs> I don't think he is, but I mean, it's a, good, it's a good song. I don't know if he's the best of our time, though. You know, we did the Jay-Z versus Drake battle. Yeah, um, so who, you, who would you... When I but say the last, that's why, that's I, mean, why I, that's I mean, why I said... Current times. That's why I said, what, what's, the, what's the time yeah, frame yeah. that you're saying? Not, because not like, not like since I... Not, not of my entire life. Okay, so but someone said about time. I'm thinking of, 90s of, and everything. Of so current, the, Of current time. Of our modern time, yeah, I guess. Of, modern, of last of 10 time. years, I would yeah. say... I don't know if he's dominated. I would say the last six years, for sure, he's do- completely dominated the, the music, you know? All right. Let's see if you get this one. Hey, hey, Nas. Because he just said it. <laughs> I wasn't going to skip it because I didn't, didn't want to mess it up. This is called Ultra Black by Nas. Produced by Hit Boy. I heard he just um sold his entire record, uh, record collection. Record collection? That he, off his beats. This is dope. I'm not even like a Nas fan like this, but I can get with this right away. Shout out to L, who's not here right now. We're going ultra black, L. We're doing a little something, something for you right now. We wish you back come on next next episode, all right? All right, uh, Remy. How many did I give you right there? I gave you one, two, three, four, five. No, you got one more. I made it easy for you. See, I was hoping L was going to be here. I made him easy. Yeah, yeah, So it could be fast. You're going to know this one as soon as I hit play. Uh, yeah, that's whatever. Hey. <clears throat> Cardi B. Yeah. Is, it, is this the best collab of 2020? That was all. All 2020 right there. And Megan Stallion. I, so I got to admit, like, I was turned off a little bit. I wasn't. Like, I just don't. I don't like. That sample to me is so disrespectful. No, but you know where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. I automatically hear it and I'm like, oh, I know, I know where this is going. But even <laughs> in the late '90s, that holes in this. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes. It was house. It yeah, was house we was music. allowed to call women hoes back then. I thought I thought we canceled hoes in 2020. Well, I don't think it was ever canceled, but this, it's kind of like women taking taking back the power in it though. That's, that's one like way to look like at bitch. It. You know? I, I ain't never gonna judge women for what they want to do. Women don't even get that upset that much more about people calling them a bitch. They say I'm a bitch. My homegirls a bitch or whatever. So they it's like taking back the word nigga, yeah. right? 
we taking it back from them, you know. But whatever. So ho, oh, maybe they just saying. Yo, my, my favorite thing is that um, what was it? Carol Baskin. She came oh, yeah. out uh, because she had an issue with uh, these women having big cats in their videos. That's just so abusive. She and need to go like, somewhere. She's trying to. Like, Bitch, you killed your husband yeah, with a big cat. Yeah, for real, exactly. <laughs> She's just trying to uh, stay re- relevant yeah. because of her. She's been in the news the last couple of years. All right, Remy, I'm gonna give you that one, man. I gave you that one. It was supposed to be an easy one, a good competition, but since it was just him today, he he aced it. He aced it with flying colors. Um, we are going to skip unsolicited advice and go straight into what's your ish? What's your ish? So, Remy, what's your ish this week, man? Um, I feel like I said this before, but I'm gonna say it again because it's it's my ish. Um, black is king. Black is king. You know what I'm talking about? Is that a t-shirt? Mm-mm. No, what is that? <sighs> that is Beyonce's visual album. Oh, God. All the, all, and all the, bee, all the beehive Listen. listeners are kill, would be mad at me right now that I did not know what that was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, it's, it's the visual album that stemmed from her album, uh, The Lion King, The Gift, mm. which is a separate uh, album of... Music, I think, inspired by the film, yeah, but not in the film at all. Which, after watching Black is King and just thoroughly enjoying Black is King and going back and listening to The Gift and just all of the songs on there and how pro black they are, and just yeah. how I'm like, yo, The Lion King would be a better movie with this music, low key. And then sure I was like, be. I was like, let me go watch the movie, and I watched it last night, but it's only on um, it's on Disney Plus, Disney Plus. Yeah. I watched it last night and I was like, movie is trash. <laughs> oh, you said it was trash. It is trash. So Black but, is King is trash. No, 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 no. Black Black is King is is fire, and that's part of that's just one of many reasons why I can't enjoy the movie. So what is so, trash? So the the Lion King. The oh, yeah, so, the movie. Yeah, so, oh, so stemming gotcha. from the original Lion yeah, King. Yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. feeling, I can't appreciate this movie because I already know how this story goes, and it was yeah. already done right. It's like yeah. it's like listening to a remake of your favorite song. Oh, well, we grew up on it. Yeah, like knew, yeah. like I like it, this is fine, I guess. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's not it's not what what I grew up on now. You know, kids who are watching it. I, I said this to to my girl last night. I wonder kids who are watching this and have never seen the original Lion King. Mm-hmm. What do they think of this? Now, they, they, they might, you know, love it. And yeah. they might look back yeah. on it and think the exact same thing that I think about Lion King, which is fun, which is fair. I also think I think maybe we look at it more is is it's two different movies. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you can you can appreciate both of them for what they are well, and whatever generation yeah. You watch it in, yeah. As, as an older generation, obviously we have a, a we're going to have a stronger bias yeah. towards the original yeah. of anything. I, you know? I like it more if I see it a couple more times. Um, I've, I've seen Lion King, fucking at least ten times, and coming off of that, I can automatically point out the dialogue in the new Lion King that ain't from the original Lion King. So my girl would be like, "Hey, did, was that in the original? No, that, that wasn't in the original. I remember. <laughs> like I remember everything said front to, front to back. Yeah. I watched the movie ten times. So." But you know that's what's supposed to make this movie special is that it's 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 you know it's three D or not three D but yeah bit. like one thing that they changed that I liked a lot was um, during during Simba's run back to you know the Pride Lands mm. scene or whatever they played Beyonce's Spirit and I remember from the original movie mm. that was just just some, some kind of soundtrack yeah. or whatever. Oh, oh gotcha, so, gotcha. So I liked yeah. I liked that that little addition I think was an enhancement. But it's all right. All right. Not, but, but anyway, so Black is King to me is a is essential listening right now 
for hmm. like if you black if if you if you feel passionate about anything like it's, it's just something you can watch and i think put on the background and create something I will, ha- I will have to. Vibe. Well, since I mean, I haven't listened to it, but I'm gonna go listen to it. Watch, watch the video first, cause that's that's like that. That's where I think you get into a lot of it, and you really start to feel it. All right, I will. So my ish this week is uh, the exact opposite of being black. The exact opposite of black is king. It's shameless. I started. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching uh, Shameless on Netflix. I'm, I I used to. I watched the first two seasons of Shameless a long, long, long time ago. I'm talking probably. When it first started, right? And I, for whatever reason, I got away from it because probably I didn't have Showtime anymore. Um, and so recently, I was I'm going to go back and just pick up where I, I think I left off. Right. And so I've just been binging on uh, the show uh, Shameless. And yeah, my, my girl likes that. It's like 10 seasons now. That's right? like, yeah, it's a lot of seasons. Some yeah. way behind. I'm only like on season, season four now. What, so what's it about? Because it's really about a dysfunctional family that's dysfunctional because. They are living below the poverty line. Right. They're trying to come up. The big family. The dad is an alcoholic, a, a drug abu- uh, abuser. The mom is nowhere around. One of the boys is gay. Another one is just really smart. So it's like a. It, they have. It's just a. It's a really great, well written show. Yeah. Obviously, because it's ten seasons, so it's well liked and some great acting in it. Um. Sometimes it's hard to watch though. Is it? Is it's it comedic? It's a little or, bit of everything. Yeah, a little so bit of sometimes everything. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's very it's sad. Funny. Yeah, sometimes it's just shit that people people that are probably in real life are going through. Now I'm not caught up in the on the new season. I heard that it's gotten a little political, but at this day and age, I don't. I haven't seen the show that does not get some kind of political or some, take some kind of stance in some kind of way. You I know what they mean by political? Um, it's like, no it's like talk talking about the president. Who uh, the president it's just probably you know a lot of shows these days try to bring what's happening in real life into the show in some kind of regard so maybe it was like protesting or maybe it was something i don't know i haven't gotten that far into the show Word. but it's like th- like orange orange and new black for example they got pretty political when they started having like um the riots in the in the in the scene and standing up for um whatever it was every show this day and age i think does do that but anyway shameless is great i've been enjoying it I don't know if I'm gonna make it ten seasons. I probably will because I don't have a lot of other things to watch right now. Oh, so you started it recently? Yeah. Well, when did you when did you start watching it? Well, I said I, re- I watched it years ago oh, when okay, I first I started, you, but I you, I in this season. Um, so yeah, so that's my that's my ish this week. So final sips, uh, final sip. I would just say that um, you know, L will be will be back next week. Sippers, life coaching. If you're looking for a certified life coach, um, you can always reach out to me. I am. Always accepting clients at jnoetic at gmail.com. Um, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Remy? Yes, sir. It's been a great episode, brother. Right on. We're going to end this thing. L, we see you next week. Sip session. Holla. Oh, oh, yeah. We got to do like a <laughs> sip session. What'd she say? Sip, sip session. session. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Holla.